Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. To the starting five podcast on SB Nation Greasy Bear Blues. I'm the one P Sharp with the guys. What's going on, y'all? At underscore Scott Lady on Twitter. Uh, I missed the float on this week. Uh, I'm trying to be as efficient as Tyus Jones is with these floaters. Tyus Jones and the rest of the Grizzlies, really. <laughs> and yo, just like the Bane man himself, this is a guy, the corner man, Young Trail. You know, always there in the corner open. Double dribble glitch, as you guys see my name. What's good? Good job, your man, Tim Shakir, even though I'm in, in vainly efficient, I'm holding it down in the paint, man. And I'm about to start a petition for us to get uh, Taj Jones floater a 99 on 2K. So y'all rock with <laughs> so what's up? So what's up, man? But first off, remember, follow us on Twitter at the starting five, the number five MEM. Follow Gristy Bear Blues at SBN Gristies and listen to the other podcasts on the network. Three and D podcast drop on Tuesdays, Core Ford podcast drop on Wednesdays, and GBB Live drops on Thursdays. And of course, we lead out the week every Monday. And this week, the Gristies finally played the game. First time in a, about two weeks, close to two weeks, close enough. 12 uh, days, sir. 12 days, yeah. Pretty much two weeks. Two weeks is 14, so yeah. <laughs> um, how many postponements? We had one, two, three, four, five postponements and six total, if you include that Minnesota game that got postponed. But finally played the San Antonio Spurs on Saturday night, and we went to work. And it like we missed a beat at all. I don't think anybody had a bad game. So we beat the Spurs 129 to 112. Revenge from the first game of the season. Although we played them again on tonight. On uh, This podcast comes out Mondays. We are recording on Sunday. So I'm speaking as in it's on the day that it's coming out. But how y'all feel uh, about the performance of the team? Um, really good performance. Um, I think I tweeted yesterday after, today, after yesterday's game, and it kind of goes back to my – Grizz of the week or my star of the week last week, but Taylor Jenkins again just continues to make sure that his team um, is right mentally, is right physically when it comes to um, different situations of the season. I think to kind of, I mean, I think the job that he's done dealing with COVID, dealing with the young team, for them to have been off for 12 days, like you said, Sharky, and then to come out and put a 130 on the Spurs. And this isn't the old Spurs who probably would hold somebody to 80, 90, 95 points, but 
still, this is a great Popovich-led team. And to put up 130 against any NBA team after being off for 12 days is pretty remarkable. I mean, I think everybody was good to go. John Morant was good. Dylan Brooks was pretty efficient. You see plus 17 there um, in the plus-minus column. DeAnthony Meltzer was good. Desmond Bain, uh, we'll get to him in a second. He doesn't miss from three, apparently. Um, so I think it's just a testament to the, what he's done as the coach, I think for me personally, when he was hired on as the head coach of the Grizzlies, I was a little, I was a little skeptical, but I think he's done nothing but prove me wrong. And I think probably other people as well, too, because I think he probably wasn't the the name that people were looking for. But um, great performance by him, great performance by the team. And I can't wait to beat the Spurs again. <laughs> yeah, that's true there, man. Well, I'm just going to ring the same bells as you on this one, Lito. Uh, kudos to Taylor Jenkins for having this team uh, prepared to play after 12 days of the out five games being postponed. Uh, this is probably, of course, why well, was it, of course? It's probably one of their best performances of the entire season. Uh, of course, job was job. Uh, pretty efficient game. Dylan Brooks and Lito Mission get that same in the second end. Yeah, he Melton also had a great game as well. So kudos to the Grizz, and um, we'll see what lies ahead. Yeah, man, one thing that I kept on thinking when I was watching this game was, thank, like, remember the time when we used to watch Grizz and Spurs games and like, dang, man, this, this may be a L, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> now we can finally watch the Grizz and just, like, some kind of peace, right? We're watching a really, really good team, a uh, well Coach team, uh, well, defensive team. I can bring some stats in for you just real quick. Um, with top six in opposing uh, points per game and top four in steals and uh, top three in blocks, believe it or not. Um, so I do think that we'll continue to bring on the defensive t- intensity. Like uh, Coach Jenkins got the boys playing, like I said, very, very good basketball, um, unselfish basketball for the most part. We do have some that, you know, keep taking shots here and there that they're not supposed to. But you know, that player's gotten better this season, so we're going to leave it at that point. Um, but, like like I said, I'm really impressed of what I'm seeing. Uh, Skyler, you brought up the point um, about Desmond Bain, and, like, <laughs> like we just found out that he's the number one leading three-point percentage, you know, in the league right now. Like, not just in rookies, but in the entire league, and that's pretty impressive. I don't think that's going to stop anytime, uh, anytime soon. I'd definitely like to hear y'all opinion, but uh, to throw it Another random stat: uh, the Steph Curry led uh, his rookie. Steph Curry led the rookies his rookie year uh, with forty three point seven percent from three. Do y'all think that Bang will break that record or not? I'll just say it depends more so on how things look once uh, three J gets back and Justice Winslow for that man. I know still work on missing too much, but um, of course those are eventually back in the lineup. Uh, adjustments are going to have to be made. So the shot that David Bain is in now uh, could go up. They could diminish when those two are officially back in the lineup. But uh, I really think if he's the team with it on this roll that he's on, I really think he can break this record. So it all depends on what happens when we're fully healthy and how Taylor Jenkins is going to manage those minutes between he, Grayson Allen, and the Anthony Milton. Yeah, for me, I actually think he can he can break the records. I, I think part of his efficiency is just him not probably he's not jacking six and seven threes per game. He's probably taking what three, four, maybe five at the most on some of these games. And so I think you see his efficiency here because with those four or five or maybe three that he's taking, he's making about three or four of those a game. So I, I think I think he can keep that up. I'm I'm not too really concerned about when. 
uh, Triple J gets back or when Justice Winslow gets back, I think you'll start to see his numbers um, um, increase as the as the season goes on. I think the only thing I could potentially be worried about is a rookie wall, um, but I think I think he's fine because I think he's one of those um, rookies that that may not be too much of an issue for him just because he plays so much in college. Yeah, as for me, uh, I don't. I think he's going to break it. I mean, like uh, to the point of scouting, Trevor. I just don't. I mean, he said fifty-two percent now. I mean, forty-three percent. That's a ways. I do feel like a lot of averages. So I did participate in the roundtable uh, blog that Parker Fleming for GBB he wrote uh, last week. Uh, I think it came out on Friday, and he asked a question about. You know, uh, Desmond Bain wanted about the back of two spots. So when Edward Triple J and Justice, who I didn't want to even want to even mention now, since they're supposed to be back at the end of January and it's about to be February. So yeah, um, he was asking who you think is going to be the backup two when uh, both of them get back. Uh, who should be the backup two between Bain, Grayson Allen, and Nathan Melton? Because really, if we want ten man rotation, only one of them two would be playing in that case. Unless you don't play Xavier Teal, man. So in my case, I was like, we need to play the Rickies. Um, go ahead, play Bane out of that group. Although Melton made it very hard last night, the way he played and the way he shot from three, shooting four for seven, scoring 20 points, and his defense combined with that. So, and Grace Allen didn't play last night. But even if Bane plays less, that means his percentage doesn't go down because he's not shooting. So that helps him in that case. Um, so I don't think it can go down any further, but to continue on, Bain, Parker did ask another question about did we believe which one's more likely, Bain shooting for continuing at 48% at that time, one of the 52% after that game, or a job making all-star team. I chose job making all-star team, which job 19 and 11 showed why, I mean, he's a superstar. But <laughs> I thought a lot of averages are going to drop Desert Bane, but I mean, he wanted 52%. So it's like, you know. <laughs> I, I, I like I like that that question, though. Like, that was a real good question. Um, I think for me, and, and Leo, you brought up the Ricky Wall. I think the Ricky Wall would have a lot to do with a player's fatigue, right? But in this age of COVID, are players really getting, you know, fatigued? Like, the Grizz just missed what the last five, six games. So it's like, you know, he's not shooting, so the percentage is going to stay there. And then we talk about the Ricky Wall, which I don't see. I wouldn't see him hitting, honestly, especially if the, the season keep on going and the NBA, you know, canceled three, four, five games at a time. Like, I, I think his percentage would be up there. So um, I love that. But for John Morant to be an all-star, I think that the voters, you know, especially with the coaches and everything, they look at Memphis as a up-and-coming team, but he may get that Mike Conley treatment. It's like, yeah, y'all winning, but, you know, there are other players that we like to see ahead of you. How, how y'all feel about that one? And speaking of Mike Conley, that might be who he don't make the all-star game because of. He balling. Mike, <laughs> shout out to Mike Conley, man. He balling. Um, but and took did you did you retweet something? Was that fan voting that job was starting so far? No, 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 that, no, no. that was me. That was me. That was me. That was you. Yeah, that was my my votes. Yeah, I voted for John Moran for sure. Like I said, the Grizz are top five, top six, and John Moran, even though he's missed a few games, like came back and he's clearly the leader of the franchise. So I I love to see him in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cause I saw it was a graphic. It has Jeff, it has Stealth and Ja in the backcourt together. I don't know if it's yeah, like a fan. Starter, didn't you? 
Yeah, I'm thinking. And so far, he's leaving. I thought I thought I looked I looked I looked it up real quick. Hold on. Okay. But yeah, I mean, speaking of it, I mean, what? Who you should agree is the game? Start the game. Um, start the game for me. Um, I think it was easily for me. The Anthony Melton was was it for me? I think. Um, you mentioned the earlier shark. I think four of seven from three. As you see here, 8 of 13 from the field is a plus 11. Um, I think it also looked like he was the leading scorer as well for the game. So I think he was really good um, being also being able to kind of help that second unit as well, too. Jesus Christ, I didn't realize he had 32 minutes. <laughs> um, but I think that, I think that's good, too, being able to kind of to bring that, that second unit on and, and spell minutes for John Moran, as you see, only had 28. So um, grizzle the week or star of the week for me is DeAnthony Melton. I'm going to stick with the second unit here for my star of the night, since we're talking about the game last night. Uh, I'm actually going to go with Desmond Bain. Uh, the reason I'm going with Desmond Bain, uh, or he chipped in 15 points off the bench, uh, he'll provide an additional boost to the second unit, as Tyler just mentioned. Uh, three for three from three. Uh, I think that's probably the stat that stuck out for my Three, three threes, but he made most of them. I think he finished six of eight from the field also. Uh, just providing the spacing for the grid is just something that we never thought that we had, and of course we hadn't seen since Mike Miller. Uh, so going forward, man, this grid team is going to be key. And honestly, that's all I need that man to do. Just get out on the floor, compete. Have open three shooting. I don't need you to put it on the ground. Just try to do nothing like all that is a bonus. You have the capability, but I just need you to catch and shoot and it was on display. Uh, with the game against the Spurs and ended up with a dust. So my star tonight is gonna be in the bank. Cool. Um so my star tonight will actually be uh I just named them John Morant, like nineteen of 11, like you're finding your players, you know, with the with 11 assists, you're finding your players at the spots that they like the ball, of course. Like, I mean, that's that's basketball for sure. Um, but when you got guys shooting 50% from three pointers, like get the ball to them, and John Moran is doing an excellent job of that. Um, one for five from three, which is, you know, I guess it's like an off night him. I definitely wouldn't say he's not a good shooter because he is, but one for five, of course, that's just me nitpicking. But I'm going uh, John Morant uh, with 19 and 11, and I guess that definitely want to play of the game too. And, um, by the way, I got the returns right now. It's Dame and uh, Luca lean for the guard spots uh, for the Western Conference as well. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, my star of the night would be none other than Mr. Demetrius Morant, John Morant. <laughs> uh, but. I mean, you could you really couldn't go wrong with anybody. Nobody played bad on this team. John Conshaw came in and got seven rebounds. I mean, golly. Uh Jang, 15 and 7. Tyus Jones efficient, 8 and 8. Got Tillman, 6 and 6 and 2 blocks. Brandon Clark, 14 and 5. I mean, you really can't go wrong. But reason I choose Ja because when the Spurs made their run four quarter and got back with their five, um, I was wondering why Taylor Jenkins didn't have Ja in the game. Dylan Brooks was having a good game and decided to take a couple of bad shots. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly yeah. what you're as, as, as he always does, and I know exactly what moment you're talking about, too. Yeah. And Jock carried the game, drove to the O, dished it out to a catch-and-shoot Dylan Brooks, which is what we want him to do. And he knocked down both of them threes, thanks to amazing, two amazing passes by Jock that 
it essentially ended the game. And throughout the game, Ja was just making so many crazy layups. I mean, looking like Kyrie out there. I mean, I thought only Kyrie can make them type of layups. Ja was doing. Yeah, his his layup package is is is, is top notch. <laughs> I, I, would, I would give him that. Like top, like you got top, like layup packages. I would say Kyrie's up there. Um, Steph is up there, but John Moran, he's coming. And I think again, we we've said this several times before, and we said this at the beginning of the season. You see where how, you see that he's been in the gym. I think some of those finishes he wasn't necessarily doing. You wasn't finishing last year. He's finishing those, and you kind of see that with some of those finishes he's getting. He's getting on Sports Center, and with him getting on Sports Center, you're starting to see that he's starting to get a lot of these um, All Star votes as well. So I hope he keeps it up. I really hope that he gets the All Star bid, but. You, you never know. The, 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 as early as we are with this all-star bid, it's, it's early and it changes every week, but I really hope it, it sticks for him. Like, his, his yeah, layup pack is crazy, but I've never seen a player miss so many highlight dunks before. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. Finish. Finish at the rim, man. Hey, at least he landed. At least he landed well this year. He ain't got the mark on landing. That's true. That's true. What you were saying, Trevor? Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna get around to say I'm, I'm hoping uh, I can get that nod too. And just just like Memphis, man, it's gonna potentially come down between him and for the last guard spot, man. That's it's gonna suck. I think we'll be happy regardless, but I think we'd much rather have Jada. Um uh, and two, I believe you know more than all of us because you have two K twenty one. I'm just gonna ask in the slip. Yeah, but does Ja have his own layup package? I, actually, he does because he keep on doing his damn 360 layup that I keep missing. And he the only player I do a 360 layup with. So I'm going to say yes. I, I can look up for sure and have a definite answer um, next podcast. But he's the only player I do a 360 layup with. So I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, there uh, we go. We're going to have to get our star got his own layup package. So, hey. We can just give him a dunk package and even done. Well, before we move on, Took, does Tyus Jones have a floater package and is it 99? Nah, but shoot, that's what I'm getting the petition for. Get ready to sign it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, let's preview this upcoming week. Got the Spurs again in San Antonio. And remember, DeMar DeRozan week self only got held. Another thing for Dylan Brooks, held DeMar DeRozan to five points. Him and De'Anthony Melton, whoever always guarded him. I'm pretty sure both of them two were the main guardians of him. So, held him to five points. Uh, he got frustrated, tried to act buck, buck a little bit. He tried to think he was doing something. He wasn't doing that. We'll see him again. Um, so, we'll see how he responds in his second go around with them. After that, we play the Pacers Tuesday in the back-to-back days uh, at Indiana. It's going to be a pretty tough one. Play Houston Thursday, who are on a winning streak since John Wall's been back for injury. And we play New Orleans at the Pelicans Saturday for the rivalry. What's our guy record being this week? I'm going three and one. I'm low-key thinking two and two because I think that that back-to-back at, at Indiana is tough. Um, even if it wasn't a back-to-back, Indiana is one of the best teams um, in the Eastern Conference, one, probably like top five um, teams in the league. So um, that's my one loss. I'm also a little worried some about the New Orleans game. Um, we've kind of had struggles here and there with New Orleans. Um so that's why I'm, I'm 
kind of at two and two, but I think as great as the defense as Memphis has played, um, as deep as they run through the lineup, I'm going three one with the only loss coming against Indiana. Uh, I'm actually going to go three and one as well. I think we take care of business. Uh, Spurs. Well, we by the time this comes out, it'll be uh, well after the game or whatever. Uh, we split Indiana. I think it's the first one, and the next one just will be just because we have an off night or something like that. And I think Memphis gets up for that New Orleans game, and I think they'll get uh get that up there. I'm gonna go three and one. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. After the Suns game, that showed me a lot about this team. So I'm really to go ten, and I'm I'm ready to go on a ten game streak, man. Give me four and zero. I'll do it. Like that Suns game, like I I, I think we definitely win uh, San Antonio. Um, Indiana is a is a, 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 a will be a close one, but they have lost a bunch to a team that they should have won. Um, Houston, John Wall's playing out of his mind, but I think I definitely carry us on through that game. And then New Orleans. It's New Orleans. I'm. I don't like them. I don't like. I don't like the media's portrayal. How about that? So with that being said, I think Memphis know what's up. I think Ja gonna come out with the injury. You know, not the injury. The energy that he's supposed to come out with, and he's gonna show why he won Ricky over the over the year over Zion. Anyway, so uh, put me down for no ten game win streak. Okay. How many Super Bowls is Tom with this upcoming Super Bowl? How many Super Bowls is Tom Brady been in, including this upcoming tension? Ten. All right, y'all know my answer. Four in a row yes, was four. Plus six. I'm happy I ain't the only one. <laughs> it was four plus six. Ten. <laughs> Get that ten game with a streak on, man. Four and zero. Do I really believe we're going four and zero? I ain't gonna lie. No, I don't. But I'm gonna say we're going four and zero anyway. That back to back game. Hey man. That back to back. Indiana is the one. If we lose, that's why I say we'll lose. But yeah, thank God, okay. you know, we first place in the division. Let's go ahead and stand that. Divisional lead. So, bro, if you if you if the Grizzlies go ten straight, like that's that's something. Like seriously, like I don't care who that is against to go have ten consecutive wins as the Grizzlies. I think that's a lot, and I it's also kind of a little frustrating that that the New Orleans game isn't on ESPN of some right. sort. Like that's that's crazy. I think if it was any other like one two matchup. Um, but I mean, heck, if it was any other one-two matchup from any other um, teams or something like that, then that would be televised. But for them to not televise John Moran and, and Zion Williamson, it's it's kind of kind of stuck. Here's the thing, because even though even if they go ten and zero, like they can beat Toronto and Charlotte, and they'll be twelve and zero, and then they could possibly be going having that one-two battle you be talking about with the Lakers on national TV if you look at the schedule right now. So I mean, it's the chance we may see a one-two battle. I'm I'm just saying they do guys. Playing New Orleans on TNT on February 16th. So I guess just the first okay. one this one upcoming is not gonna be national TV. There you go, there you go. The next one is national TV though. So yeah, we get to see them from the Charles Barkley, you know. We know we know it because of us though. You say what? We know we ain't on national TV because of us though. Oh uh, yeah, of course not. But we'll go ahead and take care of business on national TV for the night. Wanting to put us on there. But I ain't gonna lie, speaking of national TV, I mean watching the game watching the game against the Spurs. I mean, just watching the game, you like, bro, we need to be on national TV more. Like, that's a fun team to watch. Like, come on. 
We weather we weather watch Zion dunk a ball and lose. I mean, this is America, you know. We should be used to this. I think they finally won a national TV game the other night. Finally, finally. Nah. Yay. Yeah, yeah. Here's the books, I think. Yeah, Milwaukee. But yep. Yeah, so, yeah, I got anything else? Nah. Um, good. Uh, it was good to definitely see the Grizzlies back. Um, if we can win three, four of these next four games, uh, it, it'll be it'll be good. And I'm at this point, I'm not even thinking about Triple J and, and Justice Winslow at this point because the team has looked that good. They look really, really deep. Actually, <laughs> it's just like you really forget. Like not one time that I think about Triple J or Justice Winslow at all in yesterday's game. So um, good to have them back. I'm gonna be honest. I, after they said they supposed to be back in January, yesterday was January. That game was on January the 30th. Once they was not back for that game, I decided to erase both of them from my mind until I see them again. So I'm not even mentioning Triple J Justice. As far as I know, it's our team that we got right now. And when they show up, cool surprise. What did I say? I decided mine. <laughs> Yeah, and I believe if Memphis is really able to go 10-0 over this trip, I need to be serious, serious uh, conversation about Taylor Jenkins for Coach of the Year. Um, of course, we said it last year, but I think, like, if you get to the 10-game win streak, there's a good chance. Not just discuss, like, serious, like, you almost may have to just give them the trophy at this point and just uh, play the rest of the season out. Cool. But remember, follow us, starting five, the number five, M-E-M. Follow the Grizzly Bear Blues at SBN Grizzlies. And listen to other podcasts on the network, 3ND, Core 4, and GBB Live. Remember to follow me at the one underscore P Shark. And I'm at underscore Scott Little. I'm still floating on. And I'm at the yard of Trevor. Our letter will be to her capitalized except uh. And this is a preposition. Hashtag double the religion. Yes, sir. Make sure y'all follow me at Tev Shakir, T-E-V-S-H-A-K-I-R, holding it down in the paint. And Bainley efficient, baby. Yes, sir. Until <laughs> next time. Peace. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, Just go to cars.com. It's magical.